to Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello and welcome back to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn. Now, Tim's ass is a little bit sore because... (laughs) I'm butthurt. Because MoviePass is fucking him over left and right. Well, I mean, they're not fucking me over. They fucked me over once and have... One big, long, hard fuck. (laughs) Yeah. No, MoviePass... This month, I saw a total of three movies. Now, my normal month is usually somewhere in the 12... uh, I'm saying in the 11 to 15 range. And I've only seen... Usually, usually it's like three in a week, maybe, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, now that I don't have movie pass, I can't afford to go to the movies as much. Um, in the two and a half years that I had it, it was awesome. But in the two year, two and a half years that I had it, movie p- ticket prices have gone up considerably in Nashville. They've gone up. I, I started using the movie pass at the beginning of 2014, in January 2014. And back then, you could go to a matinee. A matinee in Nashville was... It usually it was eight fifty nine dollars. A matinee now is 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 over ten dollars in Nashville. Yes, God. It's so yeah. Even even when I want to go to the the bargain matinees, it's still it's still ten bucks. Um. So I I haven't seen as many movies, but in 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 defense, it has been September, and there has not been a whole lot of releases that I've wanted to see and there have been even less that I've wanted to pay to see. So I have right. paid to see the ones that I, that I actually really wanted to see. And unfortunately uh, some of the other ones have been left at the wayside. Well, this is a first um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We're going to talk about 10 movies, but only Tim has seen three. <laughs> well, Three and um, and then a, a little bonus one. Oh, true. Okay, All right. so we got a we got a shitload of movies here. Probably like from like maybe a, a month old until yeah, because it's, it's been by the time this comes out, it's been, it will have been over a month since our since our uh, last uh, PTP went on went on that. We might have to do monthly PTPs going forward. It looks yeah, which which, which you know the hardest part is remembering what you you what you liked about shit and what you didn't like, but. Yeah. Um, according to our Facebook page, I don't think anyone missed us. <laughs> <laughs> Not a soul. I don't see any per- one person say, "Hey, where's past the popcorn at, guys?" Nobody loves us. All alone, all by ourselves. <laughs> We're gonna watch Storks by ourselves anymore. All right, Tim. This is what. Go ahead. What's the three movies that we both saw? Well, the the three movies that the two of us are going to be talking about in detail are sorry, I'm I'm, I'm yawning. Uh, <laughs> Sully. We'll be talking about Tom Hanks and Sully. Oh, we'll be talking about Storks. Storks. Tom Hanks and Storks. Storks. <laughs> and then Tom Hanks in Magnificent Seven, the Tom Hanks story. Uncut, uncut scene. Yes, he is in the movie. <laughs> and penis. Ooh, <laughs> um, I seen a bunch more, Timmy. <laughs> tell tell us about them. I will talk about it real fast. I saw Morgan, 
which I think was uh, some weird thriller. I've seen Star Wars five hundred times. That Morgan, <laughs> oh, that's Tracy Morgan. No, that, that Tracy Morgan. I don't get everyone here pregnant. Um, <laughs> well, Bloodfather. Middle school gets you pregnant. Bloodfather with Mel Gibson. I finally saw it on demand, and it was worth every penny. Yeah. Uh, the disappointments room with uh, Kate Beckinsale. Mm. Snowden, which is a movie that I could have sworn you would have seen immediately. I do want to see that. Uh, Mr. Church with Eddie Murphy. I had to drive for that one. Blair Witch, part three. Uh, And Ark. It's called ARQ. It was a Netflix movie starring Stephen Amell's cousin. (laughs) Yeah. But um, and I finally saw a movie on demand that Tim saw two two years ago called Chef. <laughs> yeah, two years later. Yeah, two years later. Which, all right, well, uh, Sully's. We'll do Sully first. All right. Yeah. Okay. I will play the trailer. Um, we all know what happened. This is a true story. We all know the outcome. We know it's all. It's a. It's a happy ending, but still, in all, it was um. Pretty cool to see. Here we go. Brought to you by nothing. Miracle on the Hudson. That was kind of a good omen in a, in a bad period. And it happened 100 seconds after takeoff. We lost thrust in both engines. It was a life-changing event for everyone on the airplane. The NTSB investigation, which is a, a big part of the story that people don't know. Until I read the script, I didn't know the uh, investigative board was trying to paint the picture that he had done the wrong thing. They were kind of railroading him into uh, his fault, and that wasn't the case at all. There's something about a near miss like that that makes you appreciate life as you have it. He lost both engines. Returning immediately. Today, we begin with our investigation on the crash of U.S. Airways Flight 
Race for Impact. In case you were wondering, there was Eastfoot in the beginning talking about <laughs> yeah. Talking about what you share. Hey. Yeah, I guess I think I hit I hit the uh, IMAX trailer. I guess there was a little okay. bonus thing in the in the beginning. Did you see it on IMAX? Uh, I think we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to the the Shaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just okay. it was just big. It was just, yeah, yeah. I had to f- remember. I, I kind of feel that IMAX isn't really worth the money. Yeah. I mean, it's fine to see an IMAX movie every now and again for an event event movie, but this one, I I, I, I just don't. I didn't see it as being an IMAX film, even spending that much money to see it. So, no. I agree. It wasn't like a like a special effects blockbuster yeah. film where you had to see it in IMAX. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's there's not a whole lot to say about this movie. I mm-hmm. I know I know we have to do a show, but. There's really not much to say about this movie. It's it's a Tom Hanks movie. Tom Hanks, he always puts in a, a solid uh, performance. You know, it's Tom Hanks. Um, he knocks it out of the park. Yeah, he yeah. never. He's never. I'm trying to think. Like what? What was a what was a Tom Hanks movie where where you're like, oh, that sucked. I mean, there he's been one- in he's been in movies that are not good, but uh, he's never bad. It's right. not like, oh my god, Tom Hanks was just he just sucked in that movie. I think right. the only movie that people have criticized him for, I would say, in the last fifteen years is probably the terminal, because he you know, he was speaking with a European accent. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. There is there's the one, I forget what it was called. He had a mustache. It was like something maybe like ten years ago. Maybe it was I think it was made by those people who I hate the Oh uh yeah, Cloud Atlas, but he was cool in it. It's just no, no, no. The the Cohen brothers. What was the, the, yeah, Cloud the, Atlas, the, Cloud oh. Atlas. Nah, I thought that was the one with um the Matrix people made made that one. Which which one are you talking about? Something like ten years ago. He was like he was like a weird kind of fat. He had a mustache. I don't know. Who made by anyone? Anyway. I thought it was made by the Cohen brothers. The, 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 the oh the, uh, um. Yeah, I have the original DVD. What is it called? The, the Lady Killers. Yeah, that might have been the last one I was like, ah, I wasn't a big fan of that one. <laughs> yeah, not a, not, again, not a great... I mean, that movie's okay. I, I wouldn't mind seeing it again. It's I only saw that one the one time. But yeah, this one... This one... Um, you know, it was, it's, it's Tom Hanks. I... It's Tom Hanks doing what he does. It's Clint Eastwood making a making a good movie. I mean, it's it's entertaining. It's I don't I don't believe this is a movie that really re- requires multiple screenings. You kind of feel like you see the movie five times in a row while watching it because they keep playing the same scenes over and over again from different perspectives. Flashbacks, yeah, it, yeah. And you're, and you're right because you know the outcome. You know it's going to be a happy ending. Everyone survives. You know what's what's coming. But it's a good story. It's a good yeah. retelling of, of a situation that happened that you know we didn't pay attention to. I guess back in back then, I don't know. I didn't really. Well, it was, know all, what was it, going was, on. it was all over the news, and, and as he said in the trailer, it was we didn't hear a whole lot about the investigation afterwards. Where which was kind of shocking. Like they were just like blaming him for for doing it. Like he could have landed, it, and he said no, I couldn't. And it was all the insurance for the fucking plane. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it was because yeah, he 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 wrecked uh 
you know, $200 million plane and they wanted right. to place the blame on him rather than place, place the blame where, you know, elsewhere. Right. Um, but I mean, in the end, uh, a good movie worth, worth a screening. Um, uh, you don't need to run out and see it in the theaters. Although there are times where it's, it's kind of, you know, there, there are times where some of the spectacles are kind of fun because you're in a, you know, there you're in a plane and you get to see the plane crash and you get to see all sorts of stuff going on around. Um, did you, uh, did you notice, um, were you paying attention to the stuff in times square? Yeah, I saw the Grand Torino billboard. The Grand Torino, but I, I was just looking on IMDb, and there's all these different goofs. Like, there's you know ads for like the Revenant. Was it really? And I believe I saw an ad. I think he turned the corner where Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Yeah, was I? Th- I believe Bubba Gump is closed, and that Guy Fieri's restaurant has opened in its place. And I think. I don't think that happened until like 2012 recently. Yeah. Yeah. Relatively, relatively recently. So I, yeah, this is supposed to take place in 2009. So the only thing I saw was the big Seinfeld banner billboard in Times Square and then the Eastwood Grand Torino ad. And that's the two things that caught my eye. Yeah. The Seinfeld. I'm curious what that was about. If that was like had to do with the DVD release. Cause I, I think those DVDs all came up before that. So I'm not even sure what the, what the Seinfeld was about, but it was, it was kind of fun to watch the, the Times Square thing. And in, in, in your head, you're like, that's not right. That's not right. No, <laughs> right. Was that, was that, what year did this take place? Eastwood. So, come on, man. Yeah, man. You know, he digitized all of L.A. to show 19, 1920s L.A. in the Changeling. And uh, why couldn't he do the same thing here? What the hell? Yeah, you, you hack. <laughs> he probably he probably made this movie. He probably the shooting schedule. Probably two weeks. I bet you he probably made this movie really quick. Yeah, because I, I, I he's got a person, I think, just to do it once and, and just move on. Kind of thing. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Anyway, but. but um, uh, what How many popcorns, Tim? I'm I'm gonna give it three and a half. Oh, um, it is a it is a good movie, but again, it's 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 a one and done. You really don't need to see it again. It's the the it's good performances, but it, they they aren't exactly performances that knock anything out of the park. It's always it's just good. It's good for what the it's good for what the movie called for. It didn't call for anything extreme. It called for some guy to yell every once in a while. And that's about it. But uh, overall, it was an enjoyable film. You can wait for it on DVD if you if you haven't seen it already. I had that in my head too, Tim. Three and a half popcorns. I really had fun watching it. But you're right; it's a once and done film. Once you see it, I mean, you know, you, you, you know what happens either way before you see it yeah. or, or after you see it. Yeah. But Hanks is great, and Eastwood does a, a great job. It's a, it's a gr- really good storytelling movie. You yeah, know? it it tells the story. You get the facts, you come out feeling like you've learned something, and then you go on with your life. And then you can tell your friends, oh, yeah, in 2009, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, yeah, blah, 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 um, blah. All right, let's go to our next film, which you got to say what you said on the texting after you play. It's, it's called Storks. It's an animated film, which my daughter Caitlin was really looking forward to. To seeing because my I don't know what it is she loves Andy Samberg which I enjoy him too I like him on SNL and his his um Brooklyn Nine Nine show is pretty darn funny I I do like him a lot 
Storks. Storks. Brought to you by Maya Rudolph, actor, mother, doing her own laundry. (laughs) Here we go. Storks delivered babies. It wasn't always easy. No matter how tough or impossible or brutal or inhumane or savage, we would triumph over adversity. Thank goodness we don't do that anymore. Now Storks deliver packages for cornerstore.com. Our new phones! Always deliver. The orphan tulip. Oh, uh, a tulip is just fine. Orphan hurts my heart. There's one less baby to deliver. This is a family that never got the baby they asked for. If this baby finds their family, then maybe I can find mine. All right, let's do it. Let me show you how to fly this. Hello, I'm a bird. I'm pretty sure I know how to... I was wrong! I was immediately wrong! Is your seat wet? Yep, I peed in the seat when we were falling. about the movie there are some funny parts but i think i texted you let me bring up the text (laughs) there i texted you actually while i was watching the movie okay and bring it up bring it up bring up the text bring up the text that i sent to chris bring it up bring it up yeah (laughs) bring up the text bring up the text uh where did i where did i put that anyway (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, I I basically said Storks kind of sucks And I knew exactly what you meant <laughs> Not a very good movie Not a good movie at all And, and I, I went into this with Relatively high expectations Because these are the same people That made uh, It's the same company That made Clay with a Chance Meatballs Which I love the first one. The first one is one of my all-time favorite animated films. The second one is funny, too. Not as funny. Um, and I like the way that they designed their characters. And I think they did a really good job. Here, we've, we've gotten to a point in animation with most of these big-budget animations where you cannot fault the look of the films anymore. Oh, no. Yeah. This this had really some great animation going it, on for it. 
it used to be you could go and say, you know, oh my God, every, the, the animation was just horrible. And maybe on some of those cheaper ones that come out every once in a while, that's true. But these are, I mean, but that, but then again, these all look exactly the same. These all look like minions and, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And sure. Pixar, so they all look the same. I think that's by design. I think they want to fool. I think every they want to fool everybody to think they're going to a Pixar movie, um, right? But for the most part, I, I I I thought it was a fantastic looking film. It's just I know people love Andy Samberg. I know Caitlin. I, I do like him. I enjoy him. Every time that he would speak, Caitlin would laugh. I don't know why. She would just smirk or smile and laugh at his voice. He, I, I thought his voice was boring. I thought they could have cast someone else. If they had cast someone else in that role, I think the movie would have been better. Um, but and and the and the the, the voice of Tulip, the girl, I uh, she she just does voice work and writing work. I thought she was really great. I thought her her voice work was fantastic. But um, yeah, but the 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 Andy Samberg, it's just kind of thing with Andy Samberg is he's not very versatile with his voice work. He's the same, right. same in everything yeah, he does. So he yells or screams, yeah, yeah. And and when he talks, he's like, "Hi, I'm a stork. Hi, I'm not a stork. Hi, I'm a guy." You know, he, he doesn't do anything different. It's just it's Andy Samberg. So uh, I I that I didn't like, um, and I think I think the the. Andy Samberg, in my opinion, brought the film down. Everybody else did a fine job. Baby bottle. Well, here's I, here's this, the, the, the wolves changing and the, anything that they wanted was fun as hell. I thought that, that was fun. Was, though they were the best part of the movie, like that that scene where the where they showed them licking like on the baby's face. Yeah, that was fun. I was cracking up at that. And yeah, that was everything with the wolves was funny. The, the wolves were funny that as they changed to the submarine or, or, or the car or something. They, they, that was <clears throat> that, that was some funny shit. The movie, form of wolf boat. <laughs> and they were saying something like, I've never seen this in any of the nature films. It's, it's <laughs> right. so weird. How, how could they have missed this? Little tiny funny moments here and there. But I, I'll be honest. I think I was conking left and right. It's, I was do- dozing, waking up, dozing, waking up, dozing. It, it, it didn't was really not an interesting movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it it was, it's a movie that that you know back in the day when we worked at the theater and a cartoon, some kind of Disney thing would come out, man, it would be a smash, no matter what it was, mm-hmm. even if it was Her- uh, Hercules or Hunchback, it was Hercules. still still a pretty big film. Like in today's time, like this movie, you would think would be a smash, but I don't think it did that good in the box. I think people are, don't care about it. if it's not Pixar or or Pixar, <laughs> people don't care. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I think it was. I, I think they had a hard time trying to explain what the movie was about. And I do think that now, with the amount of these kids' movies coming out, I do think people are waiting for them to come out on DVD. Yeah, um, and but there was it, a movie that came out just a couple weeks ago. Something white, uh, yeah, white uh, wildlife or something weird about a guy on an island with animals. I didn't see it. Oh yeah, yeah, I. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but that you know that should have been right to DVD release or something. Like these, yeah, people are just waiting now. It's because, like, like you said, it's too expensive to take fucking your kids in the movie and all. You know? Yeah, it's it's ten dollars to go to a matinee. So it's if you, if you're going if if let's say uh, a mom wants to bring two kids, it's it's instantly thirty dollars, and the kids are obviously going to want food. So you add another twenty dollars on that, so it's fifty bucks to go 
see Storks, which is not a very good movie. People, don't go see right. Storks. Wait for it to show up on TV. Yeah, wait, wait till it gets delivered to your front door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there, right, I, but uh, there are yeah. some funny, funny parts. It's not, it's not a complete waste of time. No, um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it, it kills time. It's nothing great, yeah. nothing special. It just, it just kills time. Exactly. All right. What's, I'll go uh, first. I'll, I'll let you go first. I, pass the popcorn. I will deliver. I will deliver oh, two little small popcorns. Yeah, I, I, was, still had, I still had fun a little bit. I was thinking the same thing too because it is fun to look yeah. at. There are there are and the, the the wolf stuff is funny. Yes. Um. So there's enough little chuckles here and there to to make it entertaining enough. But Andy Samberg just. He just doesn't do it. I, I I don't I don't like it when he uh, in this in this movie. I just don't like him. I I, I won't tell Caitlin. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Our third movie that we both seen. Tim just saw it today. I did. Uh, Magnificent Seven. Brought to you by. I'm Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. <laughs> and surprise, I do my own laundry sometimes. Does her own laundry. And I used to wonder. Skip the ad. Here we go. I have need of a man with your qualifications. I'm not for sale. I'm a duly sworn warrant officer. We need your help. We're decent people being driven from our homes. Slaughtered in cold blood. So you seek revenge? I seek righteousness. But I'll take revenge. Put some men do a job. Is it difficult? Impossible. I need more than a few to help us fight. How many you got so far? Allow me to show you something. that bear is wearing people's clothes. A sense we are bonding. Quite a batch of strays. You tell your boss if he wants in town, come see me. Why are you here fighting someone else's fight? Take the damn shot. I suppose that undertaker's gonna get some business out of this deal. This is not going to end well. You got it. What's your fire now? How many men do you say? Tim, one of my, I guess one of my uh, all-time favorite westerns is Tombstone. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just just love that movie so much. I think I have a movie now that's right on its ass because I love I love this movie. This is a great movie. A lot of fun to watch. Uh, fantastic. I mean, for the most part, a fantastic cast. I'm going to say something that that uh, mm-hmm. that you probably won't like. 
You know, like I'll Chris let Pratt. you. I'll let you. I'm sorry. Chris Pratt or no? I'll let you 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 talk a little bit about the film, and then I'll tell you what I didn't like. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, well. I saw, of course, we all saw the original way back when, whatever. I've seen it with my dad. I remember uh, pieces. It didn't really, I guess, hit me how good it was back in the day and all. Denzel to me is fucking just top shit. He, to me, can 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 take a shit for two hours and I'll watch it and I'll go, that was amazing. <laughs> He's Black Tom Hanks. <laughs> exactly. It was so, it's so much fun. I liked all the action. I liked all the the comedy, even Chris Pratt's little one-liners here and there, loved it. I love, I love Ethan Hawke. I love the Indian dude. I love the guy with the knives. I wasn't a fan of the villain because I, I don't think he was villainy enough. He didn't scare me. I don't know why. Because he, he looks so like 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 a dork, like a nerd. I don't know. I, th- I think that was the point. I I, I actually kind of okay. liked. I kind of liked him. I think he was he he, he was supposed to be this sniveling little like yeah pissant like that like you kind of yeah thing. you it's like you fucking asshole like the right. whole time you're like you fucking dick yes because he would just kill people left and right I love them Vincent who's that guy Vincent oh D'Onofrio oh my god this everything that he's in he's a, he's a, he has a different hairstyle a different weight a different voice a different face he this guy can do anything all of a sudden you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He's in. He's in a Daredevil. He's in Jurassic World. He's in. He's in this. I just this movie to me was so much fun. It was long as hell, but didn't seem that long at all. I want to know what you don't like about this movie. <laughs> I thought that I actually did not know that that was Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, initially, he, I he looks so so different. Yeah, you know? I I didn't realize that was him. When I saw the trailers, I was like, "Oh, I, I, I never put it together." When I saw, I was like, "Oh shit, that's Vincent D'Onofrio." I love Vincent D'Onofrio. If you saw the first season of um, Daredevil, he yeah. is so fucking amazing in that. He is, he and is. he's really he great in this because you expect him to walk up and be like, "Hey, everybody!" He's like, "Somebody's like, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's at that high pitched voice going yeah. on." So good, so good. I, I wonder if that was like in the script, like high pitched voice, or if that was something where he came on set and like, all right, he's a bear, and he, and then he comes up and he's like, hey everybody, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh bother, <laughs> hey Howard. Uh, <laughs> I thought I thought everybody was cool in it except for one person. Don't say Denzel. I like Denzel. I think Denzel's awesome. I'm telling you, I think it's Pratt. I don't think you like his his humor here and there. I right? I, I thought Ethan Hawke was awesome. <laughs> I thought Byung Hun Lee was awesome. You I like- really like um, <laughs> Manuel Garcia Ruflo. Was is he the guy that was in? I'm, I'm confused. If I might be getting him mixed up with someone else. I don't think I've seen him in anything now that I'm looking back at his. Caster, I thought that was the guy from uh, uh, the Point Break remake. Yeah. Oh no, I don't think that that's that guy. Uh, but Chris Pratt, I I did not think was that great in this movie. I can see why you're saying that. I I I really can because all the rest of the people look like they belong there. Yeah, kind of thing like in the West and how they looked. But Chris Pratt was too comical maybe here and there well, and i can see even, why it, i can see why you're saying it i don't agree with it but i can see why you're saying it it wasn't so much that it was comical it's just it just didn't 
it seemed like he was in he he was in a, a film. He was in just a little over his head in terms of acting ability. That's that. That, that's I what I was thinking. Saying. I was thinking he he was he was surrounded by all of these people who were ju- just who can just do all that stuff so naturally, for the most part, and then. He comes along and he just seems kind of stale in comparison. Um, and and I and in the trailer I thought, oh, he's going to be really good. But when you actually see the movie, it's like he's he he really is just moving at one or two levels, and um, and that and that's it. And then and you you don't you don't get a whole lot of layers to him. Um, I I totally see what you're saying, Tim. I I I guess I I I noticed that too, but I don't think it bothered me that much i'll be i'll be kind of curious to see how he is in that that movie with jennifer lawrence uh yeah the one up in space yeah 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 so he's he's still i mean i i love chris pratt I, I've, I've loved him ever since they stopped making him the bad guy on everwood everwood that's yeah i was just gonna say that's the show that that, that we saw him first yeah everwood. yeah when he was on everwood that for that one season he was a jerk and then they were like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna lighten him up. And then he shows up on Parks and Rec, and that's where everybody was like, oh my god, this guy's a star, right? right. Um, but and and the, and the, and again, this is this is a movie. This is this is the next step for him to move up the ladder to being a leading man. So, uh, so I, I, you know, he's 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 on the Affleck track. He's he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna make it up there. He's gonna right. Be- it- it was a movie the whole time, though. It was just like, I guess, certain movies. If I don't hear the um, theme, I'm like, oh, it's going to suck. But it had different ways of playing the original theme during yeah. the movie. The whole movie, you had like some kind of beat to it that was going on. And then when it ended and it showed you the credits and all, there it was, the classic theme, yep. which made it better. I really enjoyed this, this movie. I, I'm giving this movie really high popcorns. Not five, but I will give it four, four and a half. To You're me. giving it four and a half. Yeah, because as soon as it was over, I was like, I can watch it again right now. It was I so definitely, I definitely want to see it again, and I probably will. I might even go back and see it tomorrow. Oh. Um, because I'm, I'm giving it four. Okay. Uh, I, I think I do think that this is a really great movie. I think it's a lot of fun. I think everybody that's really good. It's got layers. It's got twists and turns. You got a. You said you didn't like the villain, but you got a snivelly villain that you're just rooting against. Yeah, I guess. I guess I see what you're saying. I guess I just didn't like how he was so like whiny and all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's like, have you heard of? Do you think history is going to remember Kansas City or whatever it is? No, because it's not been there very long. But it's going to remember me. <laughs> Right, and he, it's it sounded like he had like tuberculosis or something. He was like constantly like struggling to breathe, and he was all sweaty. Uh, I like and I and I do I like I like uh, Peter Peter Sarsgaard. I think he's I think he's really cool. He he plays he plays a villain quite well. Yeah, true. Uh, it, it was it was a great western. I I I could see it again, and I I loved it. I really just had fun watching it. Haley or uh, Haley Bennett, the girl, is cute, oh cute as a button. But the whole the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, did they have low cut tops like this in the West back then? Because she's about to pop out of that. She, thing. There are times where you're like, come on, come on. Uh, she was in Hardcore Henry, and I was like, oh, I love you in Hardcore Henry. And she's in that new movie uh, on the train. 
It's out next week. Oh yeah, she's uh, what the girl on the train? Is she the is she the hot chick in that? I I think so. The one on the balcony or yeah. something. Oh, yeah. Damn yeah. it! I can't wait. Damn! I, I, damn it! I'm bringing tissues. <laughs> tight pants. Got my tight pants on. I got my tight pants, pants on. My tight pants pants on. on. <laughs> <laughs> the only All funny right. thing Jimmy Fallon ever did. Shut up. See, here's what pisses me off because somebody out there liked him because he wouldn't have the Tonight Show if he wasn't funny. All right? Somebody knew the talent he had, and his show is funny as hell, Tim. All right? You can. You can do you, you watch can James Corden? I know. I do watch, though, his um, car, car karaoke. Oh, God, that is the f- most gimmicky fucking thing. But he stole that from Jimmy Fallon, so uh, that, that, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Did he really? Well, Jimmy Fallon had like a lip sync battle kind of thing. Now that's I think of- he stole that. It was a cross between Jimmy Fallon and Jerry Seinfeld with the comedians in cars. I think it was uh, a cr- the cross between the two. True. James Pass- Corden, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, Magnificent Seven, four. Um, I, 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 let me ask you this. You say mm-hmm. Tombstone. Yeah, but I guess like Tombstone better than this. Yeah, let still. me. But let me ask you this: what yeah. What is a better film, Magnificent Seven or Open Range? Costner. Costner. Yeah, you know how I love Costner. You know how I love Costner plus a Costner Western. Yeah, Costner on a plane, <laughs> not a plane, <laughs> but a plane. P L A I N plane. Um, it's been it's been a while. I, I might have to rewatch Open Range because I remember liking that movie a lot with him and um Duval. I mean, yeah, Duval, yeah. I I think Open Range just had one really cool shootout gun scene, and this had had a few little cool scenes. So I don't know, Timmy. Open Open Range is a, is a serious movie. Uh, yeah, this this yeah. one this one really is a popcorn movie. And and fucking Denzel, man, that guy. As we said, he's Black Tom Hanks. He can do anything. I'm telling you, oh, there's a, I just saw a trailer today. I was on the couch. I, I was on my phone. I saw a trailer called Fences. It's his new movie. comes out Christmas Day. He directed it and stars in it to him. Holy shit, this movie looks fucking fantastic. Uh, what, what have I seen trailers for that I'm looking forward to? I can't even remember. Uh, well, well, we'll think about that as, as, we, right, as, well, as you go over your, your 45 movies that you've seen. Uh, yeah. Let's quickly go over my other movies, which I won't talk long about some, you know. I Two saw hours a movie later. Yeah. I saw a movie called Morgan. Some kind of um horror mystery sci-fi thriller thing about some kind of killer, like a girl killer, the train assassin kind of thing and on an island. It's kind of lame and stupid and boring and the girl uh, from um Fantastic Four, uh Kate Mara, who's hot as I I don't think she's hot. I I love her. I think she's hot. I am enough. a Rooney Mara fan. Her sister, Kate Mara, not so much. She it was this the whole movie is she sent there to investigate why this girl is going crazy and killing her team or whatever. Spoiler alert! At the very end of the movie, Kate, who was sent there, was a train assassin before this new girl was a train assassin. So she was sent there to kill her. Yeah. Because there can be only one kind of thing. Lame. Stupid. <laughs> How was Giamatti? He's hardly in it. It's just what you see in, in the trailer. Him 
yelling at her during that little scene, and and that's about it. And he's not in it long. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um. All right. So that's it's nothing to talk about. The movie it was lame. So I think it was out for like two weeks, and then it was gone. Okay. A movie that I was dying to see because it stars one of the greatest actors of all time, Mel Gibson. <laughs> Blood Bloodfather. It came out in theaters for like two weeks or something. And I was pissed. It was like 170 some miles away from my house. I'm like, I ain't driving that. But two weeks later, it was on demand. As soon as I saw on demand, I said, tonight we're watching this movie. I spent whatever, eight bucks, whatever it is, in HD or I don't know, four dollars. Tim, not, you know, not his greatest shit that he's ever made. However, I think because it was Mel, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was I, re- it's really good. It's really, he's a father. He's like, he has a past. His daughter's being, being chased uh, from drug addicts and shit. And he fights for her and he's fucking kicking ass. Old as hell. There was a few scenes where his acting, I was like, ugh. Give me back my daughter. I don't remember him being like that over overacting, but I I still enjoyed it. I still it's Mel Gibson. Fuck everyone out there. I love <laughs> Mel Gibson. <laughs> it was cool to see him. It's a shame. It's cool to see him back on the screen. And he's he made a movie that that no one knows about coming out soon. <laughs> yeah, was it called uh, uh, Hacksaw Ridge or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called? Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. But this Bloodfather, um, when it comes out. Blu-ray, I'm getting it because I have every male, male film ever made. So I will Even get the this. singing detective. Hmm. I, think I, ha- I think I do have that. I think I bought that too. <laughs> but like for two bucks or something. So alright. Um Disappointments Room. Let me see. Disappointment film. Yes, that's exactly it. I mostly I like horror films. Uh the daughter Luke and I went and no, and it was just it was just a stupid haunted house movie. Kate Beckinsale, I do love her. She's as hot as hell. I just see it for her. Uh yeah, I she's the only reason to watch those under underworld movies. Underworld, yeah, and there's a trailer for that. That's probably the best part of this movie is the fucking trailer for Underworld, seeing yeah. her in and leather pants and shit. Stupid movie. The guy is being haunted. Some kind of family, old family past, but the guy, the father, right here. I couldn't think. Major Dad, I think, is what he was in. Yeah, ah. Major Dad. That guy. He was the the ghost in the movie. She sees shit. There's kids going on. It's stupid. It's so bad. So bad. Um, Snowden, Timmy. Yeah. I like Oliver Stone a lot. I like all of his See, movies. See, I don't think you do like Oliver Stone. I honestly I, don't think you do. I like JFK. I like. I think I think you like some of his movies. I do. I don't don't think you like most of his movies. I think you're right. I like JFK, Born Fourth July, um, Natural Born Killers. Those are the three that come to mind immediately. Oh, Platoon. That one's awesome. This this movie to me was just a fucking snooze fest. It's so boring. It's so long, and it's just it's. I know it's all talk. I, I know it's talk. But man, was a talk. <laughs> see, I, when when you said you were going to see that, I immediately said he's not going to like that movie. There's no, no, there's no way in hell he's going to like that movie. And well, I I will say this: I had it. I had a negative thing going into the movie. I saw it at like ten forty five on a Friday night. It's like two and a half hours longer. Almost. You saw it that late on a Friday? Yeah. Oh, that's that's also yeah. Yeah. 
I think that on top of it is what made me not like because I I I don't know where I was by the time it was over. <laughs> you know, where am I? So, where are my pants? Well, it was weird. You know, we only we only got one car, so I was like, ah, I gotta see this movie. And so I took her to work. I said, I'll pick you up when you're done at work. She wasn't done till like two two thirty or so. So I saw the movie, and then when it was over, I just I just laid in that fucking theater and, and napped until she came in and said, "Time to go." <laughs> I thought Olaf was going to be in this, but I don't know. I just thought it was just boring. Maybe I just saw it too late. And I, th- I maybe- think I think it's a combination of a movie you, that you normally would not like combined yeah. with. Going to see it at eleven o'clock at night, and I think you're right. I think you were totally ninety ninety nine percent why I think how I feel how I feel. Yeah, the movie sucked because I was tired and sucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to a movie with uh, Tim. I wish you would see this movie. I wish you would just make time, pay for the money, go see this movie. Eddie Murphy, Mister Church. I. Is that even playing in Nashville? That's the question. I, that's the thing. We had to go. It wasn't playing anywhere. We had to go to the Chamonix. No, Mr. I, Church. That's my name. That name uh, again is Mr. Church. It, just like a, Eddie Murphy. You know, remember how all the times Eddie Murphy fucking makes you laugh and you piss your pants. Mm-hmm. This this is how good this movie is. But the opposite end. He will make you cry until you shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. He's so good. The story's so good, and it's sad, and it's funny, and it's just a great movie. And even that girl, who I just love her, Britt Robertson. She, I love her in, just in general now. I just everything that she's in. I, what I is, enjoy what has she been in? Britt Robertson. She was that um, George um, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Uh, yeah, sweater meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she did one that comes out pretty soon with a guy from Mars or something. I don't even know what it's called. A yeah. Martian kid. Sweater meat from space. <laughs> I gotta pee. Um, Mr. Church. She, she wears a sweater so well. She she's it's so he's so cool. He's such a he's so cool. He has some kind of dark past which they don't really talk about, but he takes care of of this girl's mother until she passes away. From cancer, but then he's supposed to leave. But then he, he, he him, and and this, then and the daughter are get a good friendship going, and the daughter gets pregnant, and he takes them man. It's so good, Tim. Mm. I love it. Yeah, she, uh, or I should say, um, that movie's not playing anywhere near Nashville. Yeah, I don't think it's playing. It's it's came out, and it, it's. I thought it was gonna be like out in like certain releases, and then that was it. But I, I lucked out. I saw it. Um, Next movie, Tim will never see, and I don't blame him. It's the third Blair Witch. It's not even Witch. the third. That technically, that's there was Blair Witch. There, I think there were two Blair Witches. There was Blair Witch, Blair Witch, Lost Souls, or something, and then there was another Blair Witch. I thought. I thought that there was. Maybe you're right. I thought I there thought was that like, this was like the fourth or fifth Blair Witch, but right here, no. This but third. this one, I think, is a direct sequel to the first one. Yeah, because the second one was Blair Witch uh, uh, Book of Shadows, which I think had nothing to do with the first one. But this one is about the girl's brother from the first one is trying to go into the woods again and find find her, you know, whatever, 15, 16 years later or something. It's the same movie, just it has um, drone cameras and iPhone cameras and like, like no like video cameras that you put on your shoulder now. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, that's, I mean, if I was going to make a documentary, I'd make it with drones and 
iPhones. Yeah. Also, it's it's the same it's the same movie, same kind of shit popping out. You see more of the witch kind of thing at the end. Kind of cool here and there, but it's the same. It's the same shit. I always have a problem with these movies. If you're gonna, if something pops down and it's chasing you, fucking put down the camera and just fucking run. Why are you filming everything that's in front of you? I, I don't get it. Because but, that's how people are. I want to put this on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 bad. It's Caitlin hated it. But here's the thing: I did tell her when the first one came out. This was this was the first one of this kind. To make a movie all with a handheld yeah. first person camera, which was like a phenomenon. It did great. People loved it. Now, whatever, 15 years later, you see this movie and it's like, ah, I've been there, done that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Everybody's done it. Some people have done it better. Like, I think the first Paranormal Activity is probably the best one of, of this genre that I can think of, that I've right. seen at least. There, there may be better ones out there. Then the and I'll on I'll be honest. When I saw Blair Witch the the first time back back in the theaters, I was not. I I mean I I, I applauded it for its ingenuity, but I was not. I didn't think it was that great a movie. Um, I remember calling you. I remember. I don't know. I remember talking to you in my old house on Court Alley about this movie. I remember. You saying something and me, it's like we, we, we didn't agree on something. Or I remember talking about this movie with you on the phone back when I think we had like a a wall phone. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I, 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 I remember going, I think I've said that in the uh, and previously. I remember going to comic conventions and getting the a little uh, missing pick poster for our for the people from the first player, which which I wish I still had. Um, and, and I remember the the marketing campaign for it, but right this this one I'll probably never see it. Probably never see it. And the last movie I I saw, and my my Skype just just went out to him, so hopefully you're just recording. <laughs> um, Ark. It's a movie that came on. It's a Netflix original. Um, Stephen Amell, not no, not 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 him. Um, Robbie Amell. It's his brother or cousin. That's the only was, reason you watched it. Yes, yeah, 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 it was. It was a sci-fi thriller. It wasn't bad. It, it was fun. It was just like in the future. It, it it was like um Groundhog Day, where the same thing happened to him over and over again. But every time he was reappearing in this in his bed and shit, he would try to change it and change it and change mm-hmm. it until he found out why is this happening. It wasn't bad. I I probably wouldn't have. You know, went to the theater to to see it, but since it was on Netflix, and I was like, ah, yeah. let's check it out. So that's what I saw, and I saw Chef, <laughs> which I remember hearing such good things about it, and I thought it was not that good. <laughs> it's an enjoyable movie, but it is. I mean, it's a it's a small, lower budget movie that's more of a character piece than, and more of a story driven movie than. And effects or or uh, uh, set pieces and that kind of stuff. So it's a different it's a different kind of movie. It's 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 a movie for it's more of a character piece than than anything. Yeah. So I, I can I can see people saying, "Oh, that movie was you know was just the, a, just okay." The best part for me was Robert Downey Jr. little cameo because he he's so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Downey yeah. Downey was great. He, he you know he did that because because. Uh, Favreau in him with Iron Man and that stuff. 
Yeah, it was it was really really cool to to see him and then moving on. But yeah, that's that's all I've seen. That's it. Um, today I saw came- I saw one movie. Oh, it's right. You did see something. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. And I and I was gonna go see this. This I saw this on Hulu with a, at a friend's house, but I I I had intended to see it because it was actually playing at the theater here in Nashville. It's, it was the Beatles, the touring years, the documentary that Ron Howard did on the Beatles. And, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big music fan. I'm a, I'm a huge Beatles fan. So it was a lot of fun to go and watch this, uh, this documentary just about the Beatles. It, I didn't feel like I really learned anything. I didn't already know. Um, but it was just kind of fun to go to just sort of relive all of those tour years, which I wasn't alive at the time, obviously uh, of the, of the Beatles and all the, the trials and tribulations they had during those time, during the time of perform when they were performing live in front of audiences. So it was, it was on Hulu. I, it, I believe it still is on Hulu. Uh, it, I don't know if it's going to hop over to like Amazon prime or Netflix, but if you have Hulu, check it out. And you're a Beatles fan. It's, it, it is a fine film and, and it's a lot of fun to watch. Well, it's, Ron Howard, which you know, you know, has to be good in one way or another. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he's. I mean it's it's Ron Howard doing a documentary. I don't know how many. I don't know how many documentaries he's done, but you know, ugh. he uh, he does a he does a fine job with that. He's it's. I mean it's it's not it's not the kind of movie like when you go see the new, you know, uh, Da Vinci Code movie. It'll be it's very different, obviously. Right. Right. Uh, all right. Well, today came out what Tim? A few movies. Um, Masterminds came out today, which I do want to see. Masterminds uh, that Mark Wahlberg oil. Um, yeah, that one might be one that I skip, unfortunately. And uh, Tim Ms. Burton. Yeah, Miss Peregrine's School for Peculiar Children, which I do want to see. Right. I, I do want to see. I love Ava Green, uh, and I, I, there's something about her. It's probably the sweater meat. <laughs> what <laughs> sweater meat? I just that just sound that sounds disgusting and sexy all at the same it's time. Sexy. So well, well, all right. Well, oh, hey, we have we yes. have reviews. We got no. reviews. Whoa, 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 did did you just say reviews like with an S plural? Reviews two. <laughs> okay, two, two, two. These are both on on um, iTunes. One is called Shake Your Dick. What? Seriously? By White Lando. So, <laughs> this is the only movie review podcast you need to listen to. I've been listening to them since the beginning, and I use their reviews to decide whether or not I should waste my time and money on a movie since I go don't go to the theater too much. These guys rule. That being said, movie pass can shake their dicks and kiss their own asses. Good job. That's White Lando, five stars. I, I just caught the shake my dicks joke there. Okay, because I think you said that, I think, for Movie Pass. All right. All right. This is by Ratfoot Slayer. Ooh. Ratfoot Slayer. And it's called Pass Me the Popcorn. Oh. And it says, I know Tim and Chris don't like hearing I heard of this show from Swick, but I did and love it regardless. They bring the same fun and passion to Pass the Popcorn as they do all th- all their shows. If you're looking for a movie review show that's fun to listen to, check this out and all the other stuff these guys do. No, we we like hearing that people came from Swick. Oh, we're just curious. We're just curious if people found us and don't listen to Swick. 
Right. If they're just trying to find like a movie review podcast, go, yeah, oh, what's it this? It just sort of stumbled yeah. upon us. We, Chris and I basically made this show just so we could continue making shows for people who do listen to Swick. Because right. we know a lot of them like like movies. But uh, I, I we're just curious how many people listen to our shows that did not come to us from Swick. It's we we're we're happy if if every Swick listener listened to us, it would be awesome. Because we got a lot of Swick, <laughs> got a lot of Swick listeners. Yeah, we have like like what like four, over four thousand likes now on Facebook. I think on our we're at popcorn. we're at like uh, on on Facebook for Swick we have I think five thousand. Yeah, and then I think on Facebook for Pants of Popcorn we have like two hundred. Two hunts, two something. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> That's okay. We we yeah. take what we can get, right? Yeah, we're not we're not picky. We'll we'll keep we'll keep making them if people keep listening to them. Well, all right. Well, Tim, I guess I'll talk to you in a month. <laughs> yeah, next month. Next yeah, month? don't don't ex- don't expect the frequency of uh, past the popcorns like like we had in the past. Uh, it's uh, it's it's it, times are tough in rock and roll, and I and I, I can't can't get out to see the movies as much. Well, we're not going away. There, there still, there will still be episodes, just maybe not as as many. Just you know, hang in there, and then, bam, you'll get one where we talk about twenty six movies. <laughs> the Chris talks about twenty six movies, and I'm like, yeah, I saw so this guy swat again. <laughs> yeah. It was at the dollar thing. <laughs> why? Why did your voice change after <laughs> that? Because that's what happens when you're down and out when it comes to <laughs> movies. Well, all right, Tim. Well, um. Hey, Tim. Yes? Pass the popcorn. Shake your dick and kiss your own ass! Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn is a NeoZaz.com production and part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit NeoZaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn... Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash pass the popcorn podcast. Thanks for listening.